Welcome to the podcast of Conversations with Friends, heard every week on KAOI Radio in Maui, Hawaii. Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Almwake. Hello, Maui. It's great to be back on the island with my good friend, co-host, Jim Jacobson. It's Jim? great to have you back, Mary. You look great. Wow. Well, it's been quite a summer. You've been through a, a lot this summer. You know, I went and spent the five weeks with the Dalai Lama, and, and of course, one of the main teachings besides generosity and bodhisattva sacred service is... Um, Impermanence, mm-hmm. and of course, we don't like impermanence. It's close to change. <laughs> you know how well we like change. And so, I came back for a few weeks, and then went to take the second part of my mini sabbatical, and right. was going to go and care for my mother, right. and be in that Assisi energy. And my brother passed, and unexpectedly, right, all of unexpectedly, a heart attack. Younger brother, and right in the week that um, I went home to my um, former church, and I was invited to lead. The the Worldwide Unity Day of Prayer, and right in the middle of my friends from Association of Global New Thought being with me at Unity Village, our world headquarters, having like a dream come true life, surrounded by friendships of 20 years, everything heavenly, um, I return home and get the news, mm-hmm. uh, return back to California and get the news that he's passed. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the impermanence of our lives. And, and how grateful, Jim, to, to know that whatever side of the veil we're on, there's only one presence and power and that death has no power. I think that's what Jesus was trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of death. It's just one more change. Mm-hmm. But boy, when you love somebody, you know, and and the part of me that's so certain that he's soaring forward into that eternal journey, and yet there's been moments, Jim, where I've just had to pull the car over and and just, you know, the tears and the body goes through that mm-hmm. process. And of course, you lost your beautiful father. Mm-hmm. You went home and took care of him for what three months? Three months. Three months, and it was uh, those were long three months yeah. in the cold, cold Washington <laughs> D.C. And I was calling you from warm Maui, but boy, you did a good job. And well, it, getting. When you get close to that, when someone in your family passes, someone you're very close to, you get to really, as you say, approach that veil and look on both sides and mm-hmm. and kind of feel. And the thing that um, surprised me, and I was talking to a friend of mine who's going through this right now, is that the, what, the, what the hospice people told me is the way you die is the way you live your life. Mm, yes. And and so many instances and you I mean, part of your occupational work, work is in a one just, year uh, at Unity of Overland Park, Kansas, people came there to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had um a former husband and my spiritual mentor and my fiance all die within four months of mm-hmm. each other. And they were my three most important men in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was very close to all of them. And it was just shattering. I was a unity minister and had been a part of dozens of miracle healings. We'd been written up in Edgar Casey, you know, just they made a movie of some of the people that should have been dead. And, and here were the most remarkable people I knew. Closest and they to died. And, whoa, it shattered my faith. And and a very wise person helped me see that every soul has its own path. And it's not to satisfy my need to keep them close to me, that they're on a, a journey that is theirs. Mm-hmm. And that I am responsible to hold them in the highest, support their choices, be a part of it. And that the universe always gives you a blessing when there's a great loss, an equal or greater blessing. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Jim, I asked for understanding for faith and I I have to tell you, I've had so many miraculous experiences where I can sit and tell you, I don't know how it works. I'm not even going to begin <laughs> to tell you how it works. I can guarantee you that life in some form goes on because I've had direct communication that is undisputable in terms of what they've been able to give me information mm-hmm. um, and the kind of things that I would have used to turn on with John Edwards or something go, oh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that interesting? Well, I can tell you. Uh, people may understand more of it. I can just tell you there's definitely a, an ongoingness and, yeah. and a very real ability to communicate. I would tell anyone who has lost someone they love dearly to just sit quietly, go to the beach, and, and if you 
don't believe in this, just begin to talk to them if they're there. Mm-hmm. And it's very likely they will be. Mm-hmm. You know, that thing where Jesus is able to be everywhere at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, so are all souls when they're on evidently not. I don't know if they can be everywhere, but they can certainly be someplace else and talking to you because mm-hmm. I've had it happen. And when you get direct information that only they could know. Um, yeah. So, you know, you still have the human walk of grief and the, and the mind that's, you know, I've had at least five times, Jim, where I've said to someone, oh, I'll be right over. I'm going to fax you something. I'm going to go. And then I drive in the car, go someplace else, sit there for five hours. Somebody says, hey, I thought you were coming over. I go, oh, my God. And that, it seems like the mind, you know, kind of. So that's just a natural part of the, of the I grieving think it process. is. Uh, that's one thing that's not in. You know, they always tell you that you can have anger and denial and um, and you bargain, you right. know, with the universe. And, and then you go through the possibly depression and these are not always in the same order and they come with different intensity and then finally there's that grace of acceptance mm-hmm. but it, my experience is there's tremendous grace at the front end the universe just knocks you out almost you go numb mm-hmm. to get through it mm-hmm. and I was just carried with such love and such grace with my brother and then but the part that I've never read before is this numbing of the mind and and maybe it's there but I haven't found it in the literature and just the mental it, faculties just and you lose your keys I mean you know it's <laughs> And, you know, you go back and forth, back and forth. You walk into the house, which, you know, some of us do anywhere. But you go in to get the keys, and then you stand there and don't have a clue. What am I doing? Yeah. Where are you even leaving? I mean, mm-hmm. so it's just as if there's chunks. And, and somehow the, the, the intellect and the emotions can't relate to death. But your spirit can. Yeah. You know, the spirit knows there's no death. So the more you stay in your spirit and then allow your spirit to inform your emotions and your body and your thoughts, the the better off you are. But the, there's, you know, to honor the grief. I know our culture just isn't very mature about it. Well, it, when you first became a minister, I mean, I would figure that would be one of the most difficult parts of choosing the career that you're in dealing with all these people who are going through some of the most difficult times of their life and grief. Well, you you know, there's such an awareness when you walk through a Mm -hmm. difficult time. And I can tell you, anyone, and I think would confirm it, if you've been with someone who's just slightly awake and not totally filled with fear, the transition process is, uh, there's angels in the room. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't seen them, but Mm -hmm. you can feel the presence. Mm -hmm. And and the people that are crossed over, several of them have just come out of total comas and start naming their former relatives and actually I had one and he'd been in a coma and he just sat up straight and started shaking the hands all the way around the bed and we couldn't <laughs> see anyone but he was talking to each one and of course wow. you could feel in the room something was happening and he went to sleep and crossed over so um, I have to say it's a privilege right. to be with people who are passing and uh, there's something about um, uh, we wake up there's something about pain or a difficult situation Marianne Williamson last night was on Larry King and um, was talking about um, like even at 9-11 the people lived through it there was almost um, uh, like a a help from the other side that just comes Mm -hmm. people that went through Katrina actually went through it as horrible as it was Mm -hmm. many of them will tell you it was the worst best thing that ever happened Mm -hmm. to me It, it brought my awareness to not necessarily help on this side but help that's on the other. Mm. So there's a lot of um, gifts that are available. Mm -hmm. But when I did start out as a minister, I knew nothing of death. No one had ever died. My dad died when I was 21. Um, You know, and I was in that going out into the world, had a child. So, you know, and he, you know, I hadn't been living at home, but Mm -hmm. I hadn't, other than my father, hadn't, no one else had died. Mm -hmm. And boy, once you go through one year uh, in Unity of Ireland, I did 52 memorial services. Wow. 52. And that's a lot of being with the families Mm -hmm. and being with the people. Um, And it was one of the greatest privileges of my life. And that was after I had my own Dear souls pass, and that's why. And one of the things when I came here to Maui, they said to me, "Oh, you know, people get sick here, Mary, but they never die." Well, I was here like less than two months, and three people died. And I started to think people might notice, but (laughs) but one of the things that when I, you know, you're prayed up, I I will just if there's an opening, I'll ask people, "Do you want me to help you have a good death?" Mm -hmm. Because you know the Buddhist tradition gives us so many ways to help you have a conscious transition, Mm -hmm. and uh, you'd be surprised how many people. Oh, thank you. For, because no, my family doesn't want to talk about it. Everyone wants to pretend like I'm not going to die mm-hmm. when they know they are. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how we got on this subject, I guess, but we are going to just go right to Dr. Michael Beckwith. Um, 
uh, we're going to call him in Los Angeles, Jim, because Dr. Michael Beckwith is the star of the new movie, The Secret. Well, it's an amazing film. It is an amazing film. We, we've talked to the producer on this program yeah. who, who, who had this vision to create this after the death of her own father, and her daughter sent her a book because her mom was just basically on suic- was suicidal because huh? she was so connected to her husband who died unexpectedly. And so um, the, the producer read all these books and started understanding the power of attraction mm. and uh, put together this notion of mm-hmm. a film, came to the United States. No one was lined up except one person to be interviewed. And then magically, over the course of a week or two, all these people fell in, including Dr. Dr. Beckwith. Michael Beck- which, this has opened doors for him. He's already booked to go to Australia, and we'll talk to him directly about it. But, you know, the Buddha said that it's not who we're born to. Mm-hmm. It's who and what we harmonize with is what we become, mm-hmm. which is the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell people, you know, if you you know do come out of a, a goofy family, I come out of a, a pretty dis- functional goofy family and one of the gifts i always had jim was i could see beautiful people that i i didn't know whether i read about them in a book Mm -hmm. i mean maybe they're just historical character or then i began to see them in the world Mm -hmm. and and i would just look at them and my soul would be attracted to them so the buddha when he said we become what we harmonize with um that is what's so great so we i hope have uh, dr michael bernard beckwith I'm definitely on the line with you. Oh, Michael. Michael. We're so good. It's Mary Elmwick and Jim Jacobson, my co-host, Michael. We've been singing your praises just a little bit. (laughs) Have they been in tune? Uh, (laughs) Well, we're we're certainly not like you and your wife. No, No, not like Ricky Byers Beckwith could sing him, but, you know, at least the vibration of recognizing um, light when we see it. And, Michael, we did ask you to come on because uh, Jim interviewed the producer to The Secret, this movie that really is, is taking people uh, all over the world you hear about it it's just i'm sorry you interviewed aranda or the the producer yeah yeah, the executive producer she's she's wonderful she's ronda burn yeah yeah, ronda is just fantastic and i was sharing with our audience and mary how the film just kind of came together when she came to the u.s to do shooting she only had one person lined up and then all these other people including yourself right came into the fold and and they they taped it and what was that like? What was that experience like, especially knowing that there's so many people who are now watching this film? It's, an, it's, an, it's a, actually the secret is a phenomenon because there are secret parties going on around the nation. Mm-hmm. I get emails now from Stockholm. People are flying in from Australia just to go to church after seeing me on the secret. I'm, I'm, people are stopping me in the airport and asking for autographs. It's, <laughs> it's, it's become a, a, a thing. And, and I think I was the last person to be involved in it. And, and you had the last word in the movie, as I recall. I had the last <laughs> word, and I, she didn't really, she'd heard about me, but didn't really know who I was. Yeah. But as she was interviewing people, people kept saying, well, do you know Dr. Beckwith? Do you know Dr. I Beckwith? did. She came to Maui, Michael, and they yeah. said, well, she was going to L.A., and I said, you've got to meet Dr. Yeah. Michael Beckwith. I mean, right. he's and a she, phenomenon himself. <laughs> and she kept getting that message, so finally... I think on her way back to Australia, she stopped into Agape for a service. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a Wednesday night service. That next day, we were at my office. Mm-hmm. Or if she came to a Sunday service, then the next day was a Monday, she came to my office. And we shot the very next day. Yeah. And, you know, there's no preparation, just... She set up everything in, in our, one of our uh, rooms here at Agape, and we just went to it. And nine months later, there's the birth of this movie. And it's just taken the world on. I mean, it really has just gone all over. And if you want to see it, you can come to Unity. We're, we're going to be showing it uh, later at this week. At 4 month. o'clock. No, this week, this Jim. Week. That's later why we're month. talking to Marco, Michael what, what right day? now. What, what day? Sunday. This week, Beautiful. the first, I, I 4 o'clock. Everyone, I, I would encourage everyone to come for a couple of reasons. One, watching it in that group consciousness has a tendency to just kind of elevate your own spirit of intentionality. You, you get with a group of people of like-minded souls who are looking at this information, and even though the information is not new to many people, seeing it within the group context um, seems to just strengthen everyone's resolve and commitment and encouragement. Secondly, there's a, a particular doctor here in Los Angeles that, and I know most of your um, listeners probably know this, but does um, muscle testing on his patients. And he discovered that when individuals watched The Secret, their immune system had been boosted tremendously, mm. and, and there were just certain uh, 
factors of their body temple that were much stronger. He then discovered that after they had watched it seven times, there was like a set point that occurred, that there was something permanent that had happened in, in, the, um, in the body. So, uh, so even if the um, people know the information already, or they think they know it, they should come out and be with you in that, in that setting with that kind of prayerful intentionality, that kind of community, and, and watch this um, perennial uh, wisdom, the perennial religion, um, be shown in this kind of capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, because individuals are used to going to the movies, they're used to watching things on DVD, and so here you are, what you'd normally look at would be some kind of drama. And now you're looking at this very uplifting, uh, inspirational movie. Well, you know, Michael, you said that it's a perennial philosophy. There's, it's a, a, a truth that's planted within our spiritual DNA. It's kind of a remembering. And I know one of the things that you say uh, often is all spiritual growth, development, and unfoldment is a function of letting go, of releasing, of uh, erasing the illusion, kind of the alternate state of reality, because our, our state of reality is divine and magnificent. And the Buddha said, that we become what we harmonize with. Isn't that exactly the same thing as what this movie is saying? Yes, because the movie is emitting a, a very high vibration. Because first of all, Rhonda's intention of doing the movie was so high. It is so, it, it, it's just beautiful. And she had no idea how it would be marketed. And it was right. it was funny, I, I talked to her for about an hour last Tuesday and we were just chatting. She said, I, I just basically let it go to the universe to be marketed. And then Everyone is finding out about it, and his word of mouth, which of course has so much more power than if they had tried to do anything else. It's 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 ridiculous. It's how wonderful it's happening. It's, well, it's, it's showing in Ghana now. Uh, I hooked him, her up with uh, Brother Tete, and he's showing it uh, across the nation now. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving it away. The president of Tanzania is in the United States, and some of his ministers were in church on Sunday, and they're getting it today, and they're taking it back to Tanzania. Mm. So it's going to be shown there. Uh, Brazil. I hooked them up with Brazil. So, Michael, what what happens when we show this to seven, eighth, ninth graders? I mean, isn't that exciting? When you just think these kids in one hour could get seated with something that would change their lives, whether I, they I think ever basically what, what we're discovering because we we show it in our youth uh, ministry, mm-hmm. um, uh, Reverend Leon, who's our director, and he shows it in segments, and then we have dialogue around it. And what's, what he was noticing is that people are coming out of their victimhood. Mm-hmm. They're thinking that the world is doing something to them, their parents are doing something to them, it's the teacher's fault, it's, there are things that, are, that they can't control in the world. They're beginning to, at a younger age, develop a sense of responsibility and empowerment um, that they really believe that they can go out into the world and make a difference in their own life and in the lives of those that they touch. And that's just been uh, within the last couple of months of him bringing it in and showing it. The, uh, I understand that some people in the Santa Monica the Police Department are now going to begin to use it for the children at risk, individuals who haven't done something yet to put them in juvenile hall but are, could possibly be on their way there. So they have these monthly meetings with these, these teenagers. And I suggested that they, they use the secret. So they have agreed to do that. And so now the secret would be shown to these individuals. Dialogue sessions will happen after that and intention setting and things of that particular nature. So all ages. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky's uh, uncle was just here. And he's uh, 80-something. <laughs> there um, you go. And it blew his mind. He said, oh, I'm feel like, he, feel like, he said, I feel like I'm starting my life over. Wow. I'm I love it. Home, he went back home to Georgia with the secret. Him and his wife, who's 85, <laughs> are watching it probably at this moment. <laughs> So, Michael, now, uh, we are going to show it at Unity at 4 o'clock on uh, Sunday. And there are tickets. Uh, we get all free popcorn and pop and all that good stuff just to come and watch. And before it, we're showing for the kids. We're having a family um, experience to watch, the pl- pay it forward for the kids to come in and have a big family gathering. We want to tell people in the community that this is not just a unity experience. It's unity in the sense of oneness and coming together in the highest form, but not like unity of a denomination, which, as you, Michael, I took your your phrase, we're trans-denominational. Unity is a a spiritual community that recognizes divine in all people and the the profound depth of truth. We're not an interfaith community. We, We go straight to the seed ideas of the great avatars, the great teachers, and 
I don't think anybody embodied it more than Jesus Christ, but that's just my opinion. You don't have to hold it. But the neat thing is to know that it's in you, and there's no less or more. It's just what you can allow to move through you. And um, we, Michael, can you stay on? We just need one minute to take a, a listen to our wonderful sponsors. But when we come back, I want you, if you can share, because you're so good at this, what are the seed core ideas that people could driving along today in beautiful Maui capture the intention, attraction, and and really um, listening, they would say, wow, that 15 minutes changed my perception. So I'm going to give you a minute to think about it, and we'll be right back with Dr. Michael Beck with the founder, spiritual leader of the Agape Center for Truth in Culver City, California, the largest New Thought community. It is an experience. If you're in Los Angeles, you want to be there. They do a is it 8.30, Michael, and 11, or is it... 8 and 10.30. 8 and 10.30. Those, you... those are the beginning points for our meditation service and then the worship service follows immediately. Right, so they always do silence just like we do at Maui, 20 minutes, and the doors close. If you're not there, you stand outside. So, um, But put that on your... God, if I'm in L.A., I'm going to... You can to just go agape. to agapelive.com and get all the information. Agape Live, agapelive.com, and we'll be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are back on the air. And we're talking to one of the brightest lights on the planet who just moves in and out of community and with um, political leaders, with spiritual leaders, and with what a great friend Michael Beckwith. Michael, you just... uh, were invited to speak some truths about this movie, The Secret. And uh, we've kind of wet the appetite for people. I don't think they know other than we've said, well, The Secret is attraction. But tell us, uh, what are the core ideas? And it doesn't matter if you're Buddhist or Christian or Jewish or agnostic. What, there's truth that changes your life. Well, I think that um, one of the core ideas is that there are universal principles that, that govern the universe that are the same for any people, any place, any time. And oftentimes people are, are caught up in a belief that, that there's luck or that the cosmic tumblers need to click into place for good to happen. But when one begins to understand that there are actually principles that you can study, that you can learn about, and most importantly that you can practice, and that when you practice these principles, there are absolutely results that take place in your life, regardless of your past, regardless of your past beliefs, regardless of what you may call mistakes that have gone on in your life, once you begin to apply the, 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 your understanding of these universal spiritual principles, your life will change. You'll begin to understand that time and space are constructs of thought, and that whatever thought has created, thought can be, can be uncreated, so that oftentimes people are desperately trying to change their past or they're living under some kind of um, cloud of some big mistake that they've made in their life they wish they would have could have or should have but when you begin to understand that past and time and space are constructs of thought and that you can in this moment begin to respond to something in your own life that will undo the construct called your past undo even the present moment undo your future fantasy And then, as you were saying earlier, Mary, this presence that is everywhere in its fullness can begin to express through you and as you, because it is everywhere in its fullness. Now, that may be a mouthful to think about, because people actually believe their past. 
but if God didn't write it, it, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. And if it's not loving, peaceful, creative, joyous, harmonious, right. powerful, filled with life, it's probably a false yeah, it's story. Un, it's, it's untrue, and it's, it's only true on an experiential <laughs> yeah. level. Because you believe it. Because you believe it, but you can change it, and therefore, in this moment, begin to reap the fruits of being joint heirs with the presence of God. There it is. And so I think this particular movie she hits at it from many angles. There's an individual there, of course, that was in a major car accident mm-hmm. and told he would never walk again, that his mm-hmm. neck and spine was broken. He would never, ever walk again. And he said to himself that by Christmas he would walk out, and he did. That man is still alive today. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there, there are, there's a woman there who had breast cancer. And it, she showed her process of healing it without chemo. Mm. There's um, many uh, the, the prosperity issues, health issues, relationship issues. It basically shows that regardless of the issue, that if you apply the principles, and you can call it the law of attraction, you can call it the law of radiation, you can call it the law of oneness, the law of holding your attention, um, whatever word, you don't want to get caught up on the words here, but when you begin to understand these principles, your life can change. And so I think there are people somewhere along the line that has made a decision that this is as far as they're going to go in life. They, they, they either they, they, they develop a set point that this is as good as it gets, and we need to rethink that. That basically as an infinite being that has never been born and shall never die, we represent the field of infinite possibility, divine potentiality, and we're here to grow forever. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how young you think you are or how old you think you are, you can change your mind right now, begin to uh, unite with this universal spiritual presence, utilize these spiritual principles, and watch your life glow and grow from a glory to an even greater glory. You know, and that's uh, Judaic Christian. That's the Christian, actually, right out of the Bible. People, when I tell them that, they go, oh, no. I go, no, no, you go get your New Testament, and you read it. We are designed to live from glory to glory. And, and someone said, oh, I thought it was gory story to gory story. <laughs> from said, glory to glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, glory to glory. And, right. you know, and that's why Paramahansa Yogananda is teaching that the experience of God is the experience of ever new joy. Ever Absolutely. new. You never get tired of joy. I mean, it comes in different forms and, and different levels of ecstasy, but, you know, there's something in us that feels joy. And, and regardless, is, you know, my brother just made his transition, and I was sharing before you came on, Michael, there's been a couple moments where I had to, or I chose to pull the car over, and I, and I cried. But even in that, where it just, you know, even though that my body was letting go of something so that I precious, the awareness of him grew and grew and grew. Okay. And, and the grace that I experienced, Jim was saying that it might be hard to be a minister. And, you know, it is such a privilege to be with people. I know you know that when they walk through that dark night of the soul, there's a grace that yeah. many times they've never felt before. And it's there all the time. It's just yeah. that something about the the breakup of the heart or something, it allows us to experience. And I love what Ken Wilber says, God is always already. <laughs> is that Absolutely. the best? Always already. Always already. Always already. And our, our um, work in the human form is to take away the ways we bought into something else because it's always been there. That's it. And, and how we define heaven is the realm of ever-expanding good. Yeah, I got that from you, too. Boy, you've been my teacher, I'll tell you. I love it because I'm living it. I mean, I'm... I'm you do. Out. You glow. You glow. You walk into the... You know, we, you walk into the room, Mary, at our, at our Association of Global New Thought meetings, and you just carry such a peaceful... It's a dynamic, peaceful presence without even saying a word. And it's, it's very evident that... Um, uh, it's very evident what you're committed to because what you're committed to is expressing through you. And when I first took uh, a religious science class before I even found Unity, and Dr. Peggy Bassett said, if you want to know what you believe, simply look at your life. Michael, it was like someone punched me in my stomach mm-hmm. because I'd been sexually abused, I'd been a battered wife, I'd been strangled, I'd been raped. You know, I had this whole list of evidence that I, you know, that I 
I, I didn't realize I proudly pulled out to prove I was a victim and worthless. And then I remembered um, those eight words, it's done unto you, not according to what you deserve, because everyone deserves right. love. Everyone deserves the best. Everyone deserves a, a life of magnificence, love, fulfillment, creativity, all the good stuff. But it's done unto us according to our beliefs. And I believe that that's how life worked. I believed I deserved that. And, I mean, I just went out and laid in my car. It was like someone lived literally punched me in my stomach but thank god because that crack in the opening if i you know they said if you've created this you can uncreate it and Absolutely. create something else and god was there all the time i mean it wasn't like i had to go find love uh, when i stopped uh, resenting and stopped uh, gossiping stopped judging God broke forth. God was there all the Absolutely. time. All Absolutely. the time. That, that's, that's how you undo your past. By if, you, if something in the past and you did not respond to that truth, like God was there for you all the time mm. at that moment, mm. but you may have been responding to life from a narrow perception, mm-hmm. a narrow perspective, therefore mm. you experience that narrow perspective. Yeah. But in the nowness of this moment, you can respond with a different perspective and it changes your past because in your past, God was there too. God mm. was there all the time. And, and, it, and it absolutely begins to unravel it and you find you get back the years that the locusts have eaten that you get back the years that worry doubt fear and a sense of separation have eaten from you and your youth instead of age reverse the aging your body gets a new message it starts to regenerate its immune system so physically mentally emotionally you start to go to a, gl- a greater glory as we just talked about and you get back the years that that limited perspective have eaten from you and see, Michael, that was the scripture in ministerial school that just jumped out at me. Joel 2.22, I will restore to you the years the locust ate. It's right at the end of the Old Testament. Isn't that interesting? Because here right, comes right the, the promise end. of the Christ. <laughs> right. right at the end, I will give you back all that your um, ignorance brought into your life. And now what I find, Michael, it's so thrilling with my brother's passing is the Holy Spirit or whatever you would call it is healing my family and healing back generations back that have left on the other side. And I don't know how that works, but I'm watching it happen. This unraveling is healing the generations forward and back. So this is a great walk, and this movie, The Secret, if you, if you, if these ideas are new to you, uh, this is not about converting you to any kind of religion. This is about just supporting each person to wake up to the magnificence and the truth they carry. That's it. And then go back and be the best Baptist you could ever be, or go back and be the there's, there's best no, it's Jew, not theology. or whatever there you're called no to do. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Wherever if you, you want better, well, you know, it's like Jesus was not a Christian. <laughs> well, I keep it. Yeah, that's a Mary's favorite. I love that. Line. I say that all the time. He was. Was born Jewish, he died Jewish. And yeah, Buddha, Buddha was not a Buddhist. Uh, yeah, you know, they they woke up. They woke up. They woke up. the absolute truth of their being and expressed right. it, and then a re- religion surrounded them and their particular teachings. But right, people come in and they practice the perennial religion that, as you've already said, is found in every major spiritual path on the planet, and their life will change. They don't have to change one thing. They can keep calling themselves Jewish. Baptist, Hindu, whatever they want to call themselves, but they'll have a greater understanding of the principles, the universal principles that govern the universe, and when applied, transformation occurs. And you know, Michael, one of the things I, I've been picking up in your teaching, in which you've really gone global, but you keep talking about, you know, we are spiritual beings, but we're we're um, we're all have a human incarnation right and, and in that sense we're all connected there's no right. american or um, no no the boundaries anymore. are false yeah the borders i mean that's one of the the the, the hedges against enlightenment mm-hmm. are those kind of uh, borders and boundaries in our consciousness and when we begin to see differently uh you begin to see that we we, we really are one it's not just but we've been hypnotized by nationalism by um, immature patriotism, uh, um, ethnocentricity, uh, certain, uh, uh, you know, all of that. We've been hypnotized by those things into thinking that's our real identity. In fact, it's just a light shade, just a light bulb. It's just one of the ways in which our real identity gets to shine through. You can shine through the identity of a woman, a man, a person born in Sri Lanka, uh, Canada, the United States. That's just a light bulb. It's just, it's just the, the bulb, but it's not the light. It's not the electricity. Electricity is who you are. And then you have a bulb called human incarnation. So during this particular incarnation, 
whatever wherever you were born, whatever your gender is, whatever your secular orientation is, whatever your religious background is, that's your light bulb. But it's not going. It, that light bulb is not going to be the same light bulb throughout eternity. That's yeah. such a beautiful metaphor, and so we're all alternating current. Absolutely. Just, and, uh, and don't go arguing for your light bulb, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, I like that. I wish no, I was just, a fluorescent no. light bulb. Or your no, light shade. I wanted to or your shade, yeah. <laughs> just, just, or your shade, yeah. you know, or, your, or the way you look, or yeah. how big the bulb is. You no, know, what you need to do is, as a human being is up-level your wattage. <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, I love that. You go that. from a dim wit to a, uh, <laughs> to, to a yeah, big yeah. wattage. There you go. <laughs> you know, and, and these right. principles help you do that. They help you up-level the wattage so you can carry more of the cosmic energy through you. So, Michael, uh, there, there's clearly an awakening taking place on the planet. Oh, my God. I mean, there's Oprah Winfrey with her friends on Larry King last night. And, and you know they called, they, Yeah. Oh, Larry King was on Oprah last night? No. Mm, the, other no le- the other way around. Oh. But uh, but there they were, and the ideas. Marianne, of course, Williamson is you know recognized as spiritual leader. But there's Oprah and the rest of them just talking about spirituality, like we're talking about. Yeah, I went down you the know, beach. You know, you're going on Larry King on Thursday. Le- you are. All right, let's announce it. For so, the, this yeah, is yeah. Uh, Michael I'll be, Beckwith. I'll be, I'll be I'll be taping on Thursday. I don't have the air date yet. Yeah. But uh, his some of his people were at church on Sunday. They'd seen the secret. Larry had seen the secret. Yeah. Okay. And so he invited me and some of the teachers on, and we're doing a full show on the secret. Yeah, and I heard I heard from Rhonda that there that Oprah may be doing a show on the secret too. Yeah, Oprah called Rhonda, and so did Ellen DeGeneres' yeah. show. So they may be taking some of us on Oprah and on Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. And you know, Oprah, uh, she revealed before she had the book club um, that when she read Marianne Williamson's book, Return to Love, and what is that? Twenty years old, Michael? Yeah. It's kind of the crib notes for um, A Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. She went out and bought one thousand books and gave. Everybody she knew when they right. came in to meet her, she said, here, here's a book for you. Here's right. a, and you know you didn't know that about I didn't know that about her, but she's really been doing her best, I think. And and she said something last night, Michael, that I thought was really interesting. They were talking about fear, and do you have any fears left? And she said, my biggest fear is that I will I won't fulfill my full potential. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wondered, I don't know that we need to be afraid of that, but I thought I was looked down and I made some notes because, uh, you know, we don't need to be afraid of anything. We can let the Holy Spirit or this wisdom self place us where we need to be. And, well, uh, that's, and, and, and that's actually one of the things that the secret talks about is that you, you radiate into your life um, um, something that you have your attention on, whether you're afraid of it or whether you are, are, are in love with it. Now, let's say this this is going to be news for people. When they worry, when they're afraid of something, they might as well be saying, I want it, I want it, I want it. That's exactly what's happening, because the law doesn't know the difference between I want or I don't want. Mm-hmm. It only knows that's where your attention is, and that's where your emotional investment is. I don't want to this be fat. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be fat. Yeah, oh, I don't my God. Rich. I don't so want fat. bad things to happen. I mean, what did they yeah. say in the book of Job? What, you know, what I feared most came upon me. There you go. So generally, like like gases that are combust there's certain gases that are more combustible than other gases there are certain thoughts that you can have and the way you can have them that demonstrate faster and generally fear which has a strong uh, emotional combustibility will manifest faster than something that you're, you're just kind of you know uh, bland about mm-hmm. um, and so if so the devil's pitchfork fork as I call it sometimes is that which you fear that which you cherish and that which you hate those three things will bring something into your life very, very fast. So you want to eliminate fear, you want to eliminate hating, and you want to basically just fall in love with the kind of life you want to live. You know, Michael, this love thing, you know, without, you know, one of the things the Dalai Lama really teaches is purity of intention. And sometimes maybe in New Thought we get a little graspy or a little, you know, trying to get, you know, rather than allow. When I was uh, the minister in... uh, Overland Park, there was a, a house on a lake, and it was so outrageously expensive, Mike. I never even once thought, oh, I wish I could have that house. Mm-hmm. But I went over, and I just would sit in front of it and just look at it and love it. And I, honest to God, it was so expensive, I never even thought it could be mine. And I didn't try to figure out how it could be mine or make mm-hmm. it mine. But I literally would sit there and think, this is the sweetest house I've ever seen. And it wasn't a huge grand house. It was just given my ministerial salary at that time. It would, you know. And so, right. like two years later, I am looking at a house about a mile away. And, uh, and it's in a, you know, comfortable price range. And the builder who I'm talking to says, ah, oh, I've been trying to sell my house forever. And it's the house that I've been <laughs> sitting in front of. 
And you know, Michael, within 30 days, he took my condo in trade. He carried the paper. It was the easiest deal. And I never once. But what I remembered, and I didn't realize, I just loved that house. Yeah, you loved it right into right into right it. In, and, and I live on the ocean right now with a double oh. and I. And every time I was a minister in Kansas, I would come home five, six times a year. I would go down to Sunset, and I'd walk down Laguna Beach. And, and I never thought, oh, I'll live here. But I said, are those the luckiest people in the world, people that had condos that looked right over the ocean? Yeah. And here I am. I live on the ocean and I'm still a minister making what ministers make and that's why the movie love this is what's so that's important why the movie is just so loving good. it without you, trying to get it just love it because if you're looking for health or if you're looking for uh, prosperity consciousness th- this movie touches on so many angles and that's where that's what's wonderful to Michael did you see Time Magazine I guess two weeks ago the cover story does God want you to be rich um, I think I heard about it, but I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it, it was it, I. I consider time like the chronicler of of American culture, and yeah. you know, for that story to be on the front cover of Time, I think says a lot. And but, well, know. basically, the way I what I teach it is that you, when you personal success, having everything that you need physically, mentally, emotionally, is a is 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 the terminal phase of being birthed into your next expression. You have to have personal success first. And then you go to another level of consciousness where that stuff is handled. So now you get to explore deeper dimensions of your soul, deeper dimensions of what's trying to express to you, and build, uh, help build the infrastructure so that, so that on the planet everyone has their basic needs met. Mm-hmm. Then as that becomes the terminal phase so that everyone who has a human incarnation comes to deliver their gifts so that we really have a culture and a society that's based on art and beauty and aesthetics and discovery, R&D, research and development, and and the discovery of the greatest gifts of our soul. So, yeah, the universe wants us to be prosperous and rich because the universe wants to express fully through us. And, you know, people, I think, Michael, think, oh, when that world happens, there won't be anybody to organize. Well, I left three living saints in the office at the church today. They are having such a good time creating order and bringing excellence. And they're not sitting there thinking, oh, I wish I could go paint. Oh, I wish I could go sing. They love what they do. They're doing what they love. Everybody finds their right Mm -hmm. place. And they love it. And there's no uh, one is not better than the other in this culture of appreciation that everything is valued and everything contributes and people love each other. You know, when my brother passed and, and he, you know, he passed without things in the world, he rented a room, he rode a bicycle to work, he had a job and, and you know, when, when they spoke about his memorial service, standing room only, Michael, and everyone said they're going to miss him so much because he was such a joy, so helpful, such a wonderful person. And he he felt that he hadn't accomplished much. And I thought, you know, that's the legacy I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say, she, and she wrote these many books, and she, yeah, but to know that people really miss you because you loved them and cared for them. And, I, you know, I think that maybe sometimes we got an upside-down view, and, and part of this shift is not about getting more, but it's it's expressing more. It's knowing that in every moment you have the ability to bring a gift of love or, or blessing or support or kindness. And I just thank you for helping to wake up the world, Michael Beckwith. we got to let you go because I know your life is very full and you took, <laughs> you took time. A, it's been a, a sweet joy to be with you, Mary, and I, I once again encourage everyone to stop by the Unity of Maui and to see the movie and, um, and then to spread the word. And Michael's going to be back with Ricky Byers back with in uh, February. They're coming back the very end of January, first of February, and they'll do a, a one more their annual meditation retreat every year more and more people go into the silence where you know if i was going to write a book mine would be the power is in the silence yes it's in the silence Don't we wanted to write one michael <laughs> i was just going to say close your eyes and shut up <laughs> oh it'll be a short book but hey <laughs> it might work no, you, michael. Might tell, you tell them to be quiet and the whole book will be on the benefits there you the go. Oh, that's a good one. Be quiet. The benef- yeah, the benefits from the Spirit are innumerable. They're yeah. infinite. And they'll be revealed. That's right. Yeah, they'll be revealed on an, on an as-needed basis. The Holy Spirit, once you surrender, takes care of everything. Michael Beckwith, you're a blessing, and you're going to let us know when Larry King's going to air. Everybody can yeah, check I will, every day. I will let you know, and, and it'll be on my website at agapelive.com. Okay. And we'll put it when that's going on. Because 
they want us. They they asked me would I be a regular. Uh, wants, yeah, they got to. Do, he wants Isn't, to do a regular series. Didn't we, we set an intention, Michael, at the Association of Global North Communities that that you would be our spokesperson? I think we set that as an intention. You've been saying that for a while, and. Uh, you know, I hey, it helps to have a big mouth. Hey, <laughs> what can I you say? I you're, do the you're same thing everywhere I go. I just everywhere you go. I know, and it's wonderful. God we bless love you. you. We bless you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you prayer okay. for this. Yes. And that, as you know, if you may not remember, I'm going to I'm flying to Sri Lanka this week. Yes. To be with uh, our brother Arya Ratni there. Yes. He's holding a million person meditation on oh, Mahatma Gandhi's birthday, October 2nd. October 2nd. That's World Monday. That's, that's that's Monday, but it's for on your time zone. It'll be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So he's asking all of the churches to have a time in their service where they link up with us in Sri Lanka and hold the silence for world peace, for peace in Sri Lanka, and for peace in the entire world. So we're asking all of our spiritual community on their Sunday services to acknowledge uh, what we're doing there. And um, just hold us in prayer and hold the whole world. Michael, we will join you. We know that even in this moment, we're one. A.T. Aratne, many people will not know the name, just as many years ago, no one knew of a little man named Mahatma Gandhi. Right. But he is on the same vibrational level. I've shared his story <laughs> so many times with the congregation. He's not five feet tall, and he is pure light and totally committed. He's mobilized the whole youth of this very, um, a culture that has very, very rich people and very, very poor people. Right. And he keeps bringing the light and, and working together. This will be this Sunday for everyone listening. Take time. If you're not in a church, pull over, get out of the car, sit down and know that there is a, a powerful group. And you know, Michael, all over the world, we're going to join you. I just thank you for reminding us. We definitely will do it because Sunday we launch our seven-week um, adventure in faith, and we're using Joel Goldsmith's book, Practicing the Presence. Beautiful. And the word, of course, is oneness, yes. the first word, awareness and oneness. And so it'll be an honor. We will be with you in prayer, and um, you're a, a God man. We're so honored you take time. Michael Beckwith, Agape, if you are in L.A., put it on your intention list agape live dot org or dot com dot com we will have org in a minute but right now it's still agape live yeah com. you'll thank me i don't know how many people uh just come back up and say oh god you weren't kidding <laughs> it really is a great service <laughs> michael beckwith and uh married to ricky byers beckwith and the two of you are um phenomenal songwriters but that's another talk so aloha michael and thanks for taking time thank you aloha to you aloha. and all of those listening peace and blessings Thank you. Peace and blessings. And so um, we're going to call Sherry Eck because we have two movies on Sunday. we got to take a break first. We have to take a break? Right. Well, uh-huh. okay. We'll take a break and still call Sherry Eck. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We're back on the air. I'm James Jacobson. And, you know, I want to thank Myrna Stone, and she's got that great real estate magazine. I think it's the most informative one of all of them. Mary Real Estate. Um, In style. Yeah. And she's the one that's got this great article uh, just wrapping up as Ram Dass. We've got to find out who's coming. and um, Well, the dolphin's on the cover. Well, blue, yeah, yeah. But it's a new month coming. And so... But this not only tells you uh, who the top realtors are, who the top lenders are, who the top um, uh, title companies are, but it gives you a history and mm-hmm. what they're involved in, 
the who's who tells you, you know, what their passions are, what they're committed to in the Maui community, so you can find like-minded realtors. Mm-hmm. I think that's really critical. Because we live in a place where there's so many realtors, you can find ones that totally resonate. If you're with a golfer, you want someone who knows <laughs> the courses and and what you know where the wind blows School and how divers. it works. If you're an uh, ocean person, if you want to live in a condo, which is a totally different experience. I never lived in a condo. Mm-hmm. So Myrna Stones is just amazing in her magazine, mm-hmm. Real Estate and Style. And uh, we just want to thank her for being a great sponsor. And we have two movies at High Street, at Unity at High Street on Sunday as we're launching Adventure in Faith. And um, for people who don't know that that is, we invite you down to the Maui Tropical Plantation. A little confusing. We do Sunday morning, 9.30 in the silence, 10 o'clock, big celebration, children's church, everything happens at 10. But we we own a wonderful little church down on High Street, mm-hmm. right, a couple blocks from the city, uh, excuse me, county center. Mm-hmm. And we'll be coming back to High Street uh, for the movie for the children and family. It's open to everybody. It's free. And the movie is, Sherry, are you there? I am. Sherry okay, Eck, Sherry. leader of Family Youth and Family Ministries. Sherry, thanks for joining us. It's your daughter's birthday today, so I know you're a busy mom. <laughs> Tell us about the movie. we got two great ones. Tell us. Well, we we decided to do a family movie called Pay It Forward, and it has a great message. It has Helen Hunt and Haley Joel Osment. He was the star in The Sixth Sense. And the question on the front of the movie said, Is it possible for one idea to change the world? And what I remember when I was watching this movie is just the open heart that I left with and the feeling of of really wanting to pay it forward, meaning doing something generous for someone, and instead of um, um, expecting a payback, you tell them to pay it forward to three other people who in turn pay it forward to three more. And what you have is a global outpouring of kindness and love and generosity. And it was a child's idea, and it really is a touching movie. And how fun to sit with your kids in a a nice place where they can spill the popcorn (laughs) and have comfortable chairs. Big screen television. And everybody's going to love me. A huge 54-inch television. Younger kids can go run outside if they need to. So it's going to be a great family. What time does the family movie start? Pay it forward. It starts at 1 o'clock, and we're inviting all families of all shapes and sizes even if they have little toddlers they can kind of play and the mom and dads can watch the movie and and children of any age which means jim and me Mm -hmm. because we have a we have a healthy inner child loves to play (laughs) and loves children and of all ages and then uh, at four o'clock is the movie we've been talking about sherry dr michael beckwith um Mm -hmm. stars in he's one of the probably i think he's the most powerful voice in it but it's a marvelous story of how life works so the two of them you know, if you want to live a healthy life, God so loved, God gave. I mean, that's the that's the the vibration is generosity. Mm-hmm. It's God gave, and when you give, you get that flow. The universe. We sang a song on Sunday, like a boomerang. And uh, what I give out, I get back. I give out appreciation, I get appreciation back. I give out criticism, oops, I get criticism back. So, Sherry, you're an angel to us. She's the head, and I know you're a busy girl today, but thanks for taking a moment. And uh, we do invite everyone to come at 1 o'clock and enjoy a family time together at Unity on High Street. And uh, we also invite you to come down to Maui Tropical Plantation at 10 and we have nursery care. We have children's church for children of all ages. And fabulous. This is our Aloha Sunday, which means Emma Very and the Hula Hooey. Emma's going to be And there. the choir. Wow. And it's going to be quite a launch for the, um, the book we're using, Practicing the Presence. And if you're new to the island and would like to meet some great people, we have home circles going on for six weeks all over Maui. And I should, with just a few seconds left, ask everybody to mark your calendars for Saturday night, October 21st, because uh, our 13th annual Festa Festa, which is a live auction, silent auction, the best Italian food at the cheapest fare you'll ever get on Maui, and uh, so we'll tell you more about it at the Kihei Community Center. We want to thank you for listening today. Send oceans of love. You really do have the power to choose again and create a different life. Aloha.